because Sherry would have the issue of coming to a place and people not understanding her or she couldn't speak. And I was the spokesperson, which today in the last several years since the onset of the miracle of a new use of the medication that Sherry described, I'm the person who is muted now and Sherry is the one who has become an active spokesperson for our family more so than I. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Chris Johnson. Today, Sherry Tannenbaum is with us. She is the author of Woman of Few Words, My Creative Journey with Dystonia. It's a book which tells her story about a disorder that she has, and she'll be sharing about that today. Her husband, Harvey, is on the phone, too, and they join us from Israel. So, Sherry and Harvey, welcome to Charisma Connection. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, good to have you both. So, Sherry, would you start us off by telling us what dystonia is? And I understand it's a movement disorder, but how does it affect you? Well, I call dystonia my constant companion. Your constant companion. Which I love to shirk off for one second of normalcy. Or better yet, I'd love to go away somewhere and not take myself with me. Dystonia is in my face 24-7. Every time... I go to say a word, there it is. I couldn't speak intelligently, and every time I go to take a step, I forget or deny the fact that my legs don't go as I want them to go. But because I want to get somewhere, I go crashing into something, and I usually end up in my second home, which is the floor. <laughs> the, the, you just said the floor is your second home. I want to yeah. make sure people get that. Yeah. So, so you have trouble walking and you have trouble with your speech. Yeah, I couldn't talk for 40 years. You couldn't talk for 40 years. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, and now I can't. And you can't shut me up. <laughs> they can't shut you up. So are you working with a speech therapist? No. The funny thing is, I started having laughing attacks. It came out of nowhere. It was totally out of context. And it just stays for varying bits of time. Finally, my husband said, okay, you got to go back to your neurologist. So I went to my neurologist, and he said, you have a rare form of epilepsy. So he gave me one medicine that didn't agree with me. Then he gave me another medicine which had the worst side of it, I could talk. 
that the medicine gave you the side effect of being able to talk. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, that was a blessing, wasn't it? Yeah. And let's see. Yeah, for sure. My son said to me, I wish I had a mute button. A mute button. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I, well, we're glad to hear you talking here today on the podcast. Thank you. So tell me, is dystonia a genetic disease? It could be. It is. In my case, it isn't. It isn't in your case. Okay. And I got it late on. Well, I wonder if Harvey would like to speak to us a little bit to tell us uh, if he feels the same way about your talking. <laughs> you could ask him. Okay. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Harvey. Well, you have some challenges there with dystonia, with your wife having it. How has it affected your uh, relationship? It's been a long roller coaster ride of the ups and downs of life, of wondering what is going to happen, what has happened in the same time. We were blessed with three children, healthy children, and now have six grandchildren. So hmm. the difficulties were, seen, were always around what will be the future. And the years that Sherry couldn't speak clearly or walked more poorly and her gait was always dragging was a very challenging time for us because we were very active, social, and community-involved people. Uh, both for our uh, lifestyle and our religion and the synagogue and things that had to be done. We were doers and people believing and acting on behalf of God and the people of the world. So that point was always a challenge because we couldn't do all that we wanted to do to make society a better place with our uh, works and acts of charity and involvement, because Sherry would have the issue of coming to a place and people not understanding her or she couldn't speak, and I was the spokesperson, which today in the last several years since the onset of the miracle of the new use of the medication that Sherry described, I'm the person who is muted now and Sherry's the one who has become an active spokesperson for our family more so than I. Mm-hmm. And is, does she try to speak about dystonia in, um, in community settings? Uh, not as much as she would like to, more one-on-one -on -one and more interacting uh, mm -hmm. with social media, telling people her story, telling people how she's accomplished, what she's able to do even when things were worse. Uh, certainly now publishing her own book on her life of what she's gone through and where she's come to gives her the opportunity to interact with people more on a, a limited individual basis as opposed to large groups and speaking engagements per se. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes one-on-one -on -one is even better. And I wonder, she's probably able to really encourage other people who have some sort of disorder or disease. Yes, she has been uh, very helpful and encouraging to people of all walks of life and from different parts of the world that 
sometimes want to give up and say we've tried, we can't, and we haven't gotten any better, but she keeps trying to instill upon them a belief to improve and to hope and to pray and to continue to see that there will be a better future. And certainly that's been very, very successful of people with whom she's had correspondence and have come a long way and improved their challenges. Sherry doesn't like to lose to the challenges. She's a sports medical person that she wants to win the game and come in first place. (laughs) That's great. Well, it helps to have that type of motivation when you're dealing with a disorder like this. So she is the author of Woman of Few Words, My Creative Journey with Dystonia. How is it creative? The creativity part of the name on her book relates to the fact that for the years it was difficult to speak, Sherry began to undertake various hobbies and making clothing and things that are specialized, like a a tie skirt where she'll collect a hundred ties and make a very pretty skirt for people, or she'll get involved with embroidery, creative in the part of jewelry. Anything that her hands and mind could put out was her form of creating speech without speaking, by showing the world her creations of items that are worn by people, admired by people. There hasn't been a a public event that we go to uh, for and within our community where Sherry's now wearing something she designed, created, and made if it's a jewelry piece or if it's a clothing piece where they'll come up to her in the middle of a, a wedding or a happy occasion here and say, wow, where did you buy that? Where can I get that? Or what department store sells that? And when she tells the people I created it with my own hands and developed this from the first stitch to the final point of wearing it, they're kind of very moved and in awe of belief that it isn't from a department store. Well, sounds like she's really got some skill that's come through in in her handiwork. And we're going to give the website later on so people can look and, and see what she does. So could you tell me about your relationship with God and with each other and how this disorder has drawn you and Sherry closer to him or even further away? Has it been a challenge? At the beginning, it was a, a challenge of the usual question when bad things happen to good people. We want to consider ourselves good people trying to help out in the society. And Mm -hmm. it's brought us closer in the sense that we're uh, very uh, observant in our own uh, religion of the law of the rules and days of the, the Sabbath, the holidays, our eating style, our care for the others. And we try to do things that are uh, important to the community. So it's a situation that we have been drawn closer to God because we're seeing results after so many years of positive changes. We've seen how people interact with Sherry when she was incommunicable and when she's now in a state of being able to speak to and write to anyone. And we understand that God had given us so many years of challenge uh, from our 
time period. We're now married 46 uh, and a half years, and we are still trying to improve and do more for the community, for God, and of course here in the Holy Land of Israel. We are so active and involved in care for anyone that is coming here to understand and feel the Holy Land. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder if Sherry would answer this next question. What is the purpose for your book, Woman of Few Words? Did you have a hard time deciding to write it, or did you really want to share your story? Whenever I went, people would say to me, you're such an inspiration. You're an inspiration, yes. Now, I felt like such a fake because Mm. I, I just had to get myself out of bed every morning and do what I needed to do. So I did not feel like an inspiration. You didn't feel like an inspiration. You felt like a fake. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, in terms of people calling me that, because I didn't see myself as such. I see. Well, sometimes other people perceive us differently, don't they? Yeah. So did you want to write this book for a while? No, I just said to myself, if people think I'm an inspiration, let me capitalize on that. I'll write a (laughs) book, and maybe I'll inspire others. So now they really think you're an inspiration. Yeah, I guess so. And I think I am, too. (laughs) Yes, you got that right. Well, the book, once again, is called Woman, A Few Words, My Creative Journey with Dystonia. So, uh, and it came out last year. And how can people get your book? They should order it on Amazon. Amazon, okay. And... You have a website also, I understand, and that's, uh, let me see if I get this right, designsbysherry.com, and that's, uh, Sherry is C-H-E-R-I, designsbysherry.com. So the book is not available at the website, but only on Amazon. Yes, and if anyone has any questions, they can email me. We'll we'll put it in our uh, our summary of the show so people can know how to reach out to you. Okay, well, I'd like to speak to Harvey one last time as we close out our show. And I would like to ask you one final question about uh, what it's like to live in Israel right now. I mean, the whole world is going through this pandemic. And also, how does that affect Sherry, who deals with a disability every day? All right, well, the disability... And the age we are in, as they say, the high-risk area, so we're very careful and not to go out to the public other than needs for groceries, pharmacy, or doctors. And even with our children and grandchildren, we need to wear masks around them and uh, eat at separate tables or in outdoor areas so that any of the children who may be carriers, unbeknownst to anybody, wouldn't be giving us any gifts for the new year that we don't want. <laughs> yes, indeed. And the <laughs> second part of the answer was that actually as we speak, uh, the government is now implementing tonight 
uh, in Israel that will be going into effect tomorrow afternoon, uh, September 25th, a two-week national lockdown quarantine. So oh, it will become wow. very difficult, especially during this high holiday period here, where one can't go more than a kilometer from his or her home. Uh, sporting events are canceled, markets are closed, malls, uh, beaches, any of the public places, even the uh, prayer places, the churches, the synagogues, and the mosques are going to allow only 20 people outside at any prayer area. So it's a very strict lockdown because we have and are living now through the second wave here, uh, and it's worse than we expected, and there are up to many thousands of cases per day, which in a small country or in any country in the world is horrible. So we are preparing now for a very strict lockdown. I mean, there are uh, citations. Police, Army will give you uh, financial uh, uh, reward, or not reward, but financial uh, punishment or uh, all types of things that go on where your record becomes open because you didn't obey the rules. So we're stocking up the foods. We're praying to God as we approach the Day of Atonement, the Yom Kippur on Sunday night. And we are hoping that together with the entire world that God sends all of us a salvation regardless of our religion because we're all one human being made by God to perhaps improve ourselves as we've all learned in the last eight to nine months that we don't run this world. That's true. And our God is sovereign over even the pandemic. So we certainly wish you the best. We pray a blessing upon you, both you and Sherry, during this difficult time and your whole family. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Harvey and Sherry, for being with us on Charisma Connection. We sure appreciate it. And we want to once again point people to your website, designsbysherry.com. And also they can get the book, Woman of Few Words, on Amazon.com. Thank you once again. Thank you again for having us in regards from the city of Jerusalem. I'm Chris Johnson. You've been listening to Charisma Connection. Be sure to check out our new podcast and our old standbys. And they're really great shows. Strang Report, Green Lines, and God Trump and the 2020 election as the election looms. That's all on cpnshows.com. And thank you for listening today to Charisma Connection. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. 